for this was on St. Valentine's Day when every bird comes there to choose his match of every kind that men may think of. And that so huge a noise they began to make that the earth and air and tree and every lake was so full that not easily was there space for me to stand so full was all the place. Little, little poem. Poetry, not of the Vogon kind. A first here on the Get Geekish podcast. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Why did we start with that? Well, because it's February. It's the, the quote unquote, the month of love. And we thought we'd do a little learning for ourselves and a little learning for you and talk about some of the history of Valentine's Day. It's a little more macabre than you might guess. It, it's, it's the origins aren't necessarily rooted in bringing candy and flowers to your loved ones. No, to no put it not, not, not at all. And that's, <laughs> that's one of the reasons why. I mean, some a lot of people know that, um, you know, they know that it's not. I don't know. Maybe they don't. Maybe, maybe that's what we're here for. Because exactly. maybe you don't know that uh, it's relatively newer, the actual card and chocolate thing. <laughs> Uh, so, so basically, we'll we'll start off with the basic definition here uh, from B- Britannica. Valentine's Day is also called Saint Valentine's Day when lovers express their affection with greetings and gifts. And a holiday actually has origins in a Roman festival, a pagan Roman festival of Lupercalia, which was held mid-February, which celebrated the coming of spring and included fertility rites and pairing off women with men by lottery. And by the end of the 5th century, Pope Galatius I replaced Lupercalia with St. Valentine's Day and uh, then moved on from the 14th century. It was moved to the 14th of February, and it's changed since then. It's actually a little bit of a, a number of... <laughs> Uh, different Christian martyrs named Valentine that it supposedly separ- that the church wanted it to celebrate. Uh, the first one was uh, a saint named Valentine who was murdered in 270 CE by the Emperor Claudius II Gothicus. Okay. And, uh, so, so, no, you're right. But okay. I'm just putting a pause there because I, I was just reading about the, the Romans thing. Um, and first of all, <laughs> this, 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 we've talked about how weird the Romans are to begin with, like the ancient Rome. This one, you know, this says no one has pinpointed the exact origin of the holiday, but one good place to start is ancient Rome. Um, from February 13th to 15th, the Romans celebrated the feast of Lupercalia. I think that's how you say it. I looked it uh, up. <laughs> the men sacrificed a goat and a dog, then whipped women with their hides of the animals that they had just slain. Uh, the Roman romantics were drunk. They were naked. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's. I'm still kind of dumbfounded by all this. Uh, they had a connection with an ancient deity who protected their herds from wolves and with the legendary she-wolf who nursed Romulus and Remus. And so they, uh, as a fertility rite, the festival also associated with the god of Faunus. So you mentioned the goats and the dogs. So they would sacrifice those to the big she-wolf that raised these people, supposedly. And uh, then their foreheads were touched with a bloody knife and they wiped off on the wool of the hides of the animals and then... They walked around and started cutting thongs of that skin and started whipping people and slapping, splashing blood around. So we would let it go in the streets, hoping that some guy would come by with a strap of dead animal skin covered in blood and slap her with it. 
because that they means also, she'd be fertile for the next year. I was going to say, they also believed it would make them more fertile. And then it also included a matchmaking lottery in which young men drew the names of women from a jar. The couple would then be uh, coupled for the duration of the festival or longer if the match was right. <laughs> That's like ancient Tinder. Like, uh, I'm going to swipe right on you with this animal eye. <laughs> <laughs> the sacrificial feast followed, after which the Luperci cut thongs of the skin of the sacrificial animals, ran into two bands around Palatine Hall, striking with the thongs at any women who came near them. And a blow from the thong was supposed to render the woman fertile. So I got to tell you, I didn't expect, I didn't expect this. When, when, I, when I came up with like, hey, let's talk about Valentine's, you know, I was thinking about, you know, St. Valentine and all that. I didn't know that <laughs> we were getting dive right in with some weird weird roman fact or anything like that well i've got to change my plans for this weekend if i'm going to celebrate this correctly (laughs) (laughs) and and to think that's what it started with and now somehow to a chubby little fat kid with a bow and arrow that shoots you to make you fall in love it's yeah just put put together how that map goes (laughs) (laughs) it started it started with People hitting each other with dead animal skin to a cherub going, ha ha! <laughs> oh man, this that's, is. That's true love right there. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Uh, let's see here. What do we move down the list of some of these things that go on there? We were talking about one of the martyrs, right? Yeah. Let's see here. Roman festival. I lost my spot already. All right. So the guy that was mur- <laughs> murdered by Claudius II Gothicus, according to legend, uh, the priest signed a letter from your Valentine to his jailer's daughter, who he had befriended. And by some accounts, they say he healed them from blindness. Um, other accounts say that it was St. Valentine of Turney, a bishop whom from the holiday was named. It was possible the two saints were actually the same person. Another legend says that St. Valentine defied the emperor's order and secretly married couples to spare their husbands from war, which is why the feast days associated with love. So a guy getting murdered, yep. a guy getting murdered for trying to get his daughter out of prison and a guy who secretly married people so they could get out of military duty. Yep. Those are the three bases for the modern side of Valentine's Day. And uh, the formal messages or Valentine's after what's his name's note to his uh, the jailer uh, appeared around the 1500s and the 1700s uh, by the time commercially printed cards were being used. And the first ones, the United States printed mid 1800s, and they usually depict Cupid, the Roman god of love, along with hearts and emotions. And because it was thought that the avian mating season begins in mid-February, so birds also became a symbol for the day. Yeah, hence the little poem that we opened up with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've moved on from beating each other with dead animals to the birds are getting frisky, let's celebrate. <laughs> They're all Twitter-pated. <laughs> well, it's, too, it's funny, too, because like you're just reading, like going back and forth on that. So, you know... The you said you had Claudius executed two men, both named Valentine, on February 14th of different years in the third century, right? And then their martyrdom was honored by the Catholic Church with the celebration of St. Valentine's Day. Um, and then the Pope, you know, muddled with things in the fifth century by combining St. Valentine's Day with Lupercalia, or what, what is that what we pronounced I, it? I believe, I believe so. So if we're wrong, call us out. Right. Uh, <laughs> they, he combined those two things to expel the pagan rituals, um, but the festival was more of a theatrical interpretation of what it had once been, and it was a little bit more of a drunken revel, and the Christians put clothes back on it, like they do, 
and but that didn't stop it from being a day of fertility and love. And then around the same time, the Normans celebrated uh, it's either Galatians or Galatians Day. Um, Galatians meant what? Galatians. Okay, lover of women. Um, and then they confused that with St. Valentine's Day at some point because they sounded alike. So <laughs> you have all of that. And then, you know, like you said, they have those things going along. And then this dude comes around in Britain by the name of William Shakespeare and kind of uh, helped romanticize it even further. So thanks, Shakespeare, for making it more well known. <laughs> so there's another thought of where some of the valentines came from the uh, author in a book called the life and principles of the saints claimed without any proof in this article it actually says that that men and women during the lupercalia festivals actually drew names out of a jar to get matched up with each other right and that that's where the modern valentines originated from so will you be mine literally was yes you have to be mine <laughs> 300, 400 years yeah. ago. <laughs> you, you have to be mine for the duration of the festival and longer if we're a match. It's the most that, extreme game of spin the bottle ever. <laughs> can you imagine if they, like... No, I don't want to... No, if, I, if, I, I want to hear your heads going with this. Go, let no, this I was just going to say, can you imagine if they still had that, like, in elementary school when you're handing out Valentine's, you'd, a lot, you'd have been a lot more picky about who you gave to. Because I don't know about you. Me, yeah, I'd give it to the people I had crush on, but at the same time, I'm like... I get candy with this, so the more the merrier. Oh, yeah. As, as a kid, you got those stupid little candy hearts. If you got the ones that were actually the sweet tart hearts, they were good. The ones but, that didn't taste like chalk? Yeah. We had to, we gave Valentine's to everybody, but I made sure to go pick out the ones that sounded anything actually romantic were like for the girls that you looked at across the classroom. <laughs> you you, did, you didn't give I choo choose you to your friend Brady. Like, <laughs> I choo choose you. You get the, have a great Valentine's Day. <laughs> right. When it looks like the hand pay, handmade paper cards became like the uh, thing to do in the Middle Ages, which, you know, makes sense because, you know, the Middle Ages. But then eventually the tradition made its way to the New World, as they say. Uh, the Industrial Revolution ushered in factory-made cards in the 19th century. And in 1913, the good old company Hallmark Cards of Kansas City, Missouri, began mass-producing Valentines and then... February hasn't been the same since. So, you know, the people are like, oh, it's an ancient tradition. No, the ancient tradition is smacking each other with animal hides. The new thing with cards and everything like that, it's only been around for just a little over 100 years. So I feel like a lot of people have issues with Valentine's Day. I don't personally like the holiday stuff that much, but I'm not like opposed to it and hate it. But a lot of people get up and say, it's just a Hallmark card at holiday. It's ridiculous. And I feel like Which this, is. <laughs> well, legitimately, it is, but you go both ways. Yes, it's a Hallmark card in the sense of bidding in the cards and stuff like that. So we've been around for, what, 107 years mm. mainstream here in our country. Uh, but the holiday itself has been around for centuries. So Hallmark just took a holiday and decided to add a little pizzazz to it. So, I, right. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, they, they made it, Hallmark made it into an industry, you know, because of that. So not only cards, but like the chocolate industry or the candy industry booms, flower industries boom because of it. Um, but it says right here, the commercial, the commercialization has spoiled the day for many. And one of the sociologists at Rutgers says we only have ourselves to blame. <laughs> That's true. So, well, th- like, thankfully, th- thankfully, I've got a wife that understands me because the whole take on Valentine's Day is, 
there's nothing expected for it because to me it feels trite. Oh, I got you these flowers and this candy and we're doing a special night because we're supposed to. It's Valentine's Day. I need to make sure like everybody's doing it tonight. Like it makes it trite and not special. Like mm-hmm. I can go get my clearance Valentine's roses that are forty nine dollars today, but next week will be four ninety nine in the discarded bin at King Supers. Bring those home and get an even better reaction than how I bought fifty dollars ones and brought them on Valentine's Day because I didn't well, waste a bunch of money and I did it for something thoughtful. <laughs> right, and I think that's I think that's the always the argument too is like you know, growing up we've you know we've all been in relationships where somebody really loves Valentine's Day and they expect you to go all out. Um, not bashing those people, but for a cynic like me, like you, who knows that you know it's just a Hallmark holiday, quote unquote. And there's other days to celebrate. It, it kind of sucks having to go all out. So I, I'm with you. My wife understands me for that aspect too. Knows that I don't really care for it because I'd much rather just spontaneously bring something home rather than a day when they're expecting it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we we might cook something nice, but it's one of those ones where. You know, I made the mistake one year um, of trying to, like, go out to eat, and I forgot what day it was. And, you know, all these restaurants are like, uh, actually, you know, when we could actually go out. Um, they're like, we're full up for two hours. I'm like, oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a day to go out and do something special. It's, mm-hmm. And I think that's the whole argument a lot of people have. But mm-hmm. it also cracks me up because they say that, and then those same people go out and drop hundreds of dollars on candy and flowers and everything like that. Yeah. And, and like I said, it's not to poo-poo to but this celebrate because some people really get into Valentine's Day and it's not – I feel like the people that have more fun with it are just celebrating love in general yes. or loving things. It's not the – my significant other has to do something for me special. It's just that I love lots of people and I like flowers and the decorations are fun and it's a good excuse to do something nice. Like, all right, cool. You do your thing. <laughs> I think the, I think the worst thing that comes around this holiday, this time of the year, this holiday, is the stupid jewelry commercials Ugh. where – they they add on you know that that guilt trip if you're not buying this tennis bracelet or this or this or this dropping hundreds of dollars on these earrings then you don't love your significant other i'm like dude shut up yeah i feel like those are my three least favorite things about the holiday one is the overindulgent commercials for things like jewelry candy stuff like that Mm -hmm. second are the people who take valentine's too far and it's like days or weeks of just making sure the entire world knows how perfect their significant other, how wonderful their relationship, how everything is so amazing, blah, blah, perfect this, perfect that, blah, blah. Like, you just want to kind of vomit. Like, if you like that, sweet, but, the you know, you'll, it's like you're trying to rub it in people's face. I have right. the best significant other of anyone in the whole world. No one could ever have it better than me. All right. Just enough. <laughs> only, only beaten out by the opposite side of that coin of the people that have spent... Every day since February 1st, making sure that everyone on every social media platform knows that they are against Valentine's Day because it's a ridiculous holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too, is because of Valentine's Day, you've they've now created a kind of an anti-holiday with the Singles Awareness Day and everything uh-huh. like that. Because I, I and I get it, you know, I've been single on Valentine's Day. It sucks because everybody's like, oh, I love them, blah, 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 blah. So I've been on both spectrums there. I understand it. I just... I think, I don't know, everybody just needs to take a step back. Because back in 2010, sales reached $17.6 billion for that stupid holiday. And they're they're projected to, you know, steadily increase since then. That was back in 2010. $17.6 billion 
for Valentine's Day sales. A little ridiculous. but <laughs> A little? Yeah. A, a, a little. Yeah. Go back. You know, if we went back in time and told the Romans what we're doing now, they'd be like, you guys, what? <laughs> here, take this and slap somebody with it. <laughs> okay, here you go. According to CNBC, they're expecting Americans to spend $142 million on the holiday this year. Did you say billion or million? Um, you cut wh- out. What did I say? <laughs> I don't know. You said 142 and then... Oh, no, sorry. I'm reading the wrong number. $142 per person on average is they're supposed to spend. They're thinking people are going to spend. $142? So yep. The amounts U.S. adults expect to spend on romantic presents differs by generation, though. Gen Zers, age 18 to 23, uh, they expect the majority of them to spend $82. Millennials, $113. Gen Xers, 40 to 55-year-old, $293. God. And baby boomers, $55. <laughs> and if you okay, break down boomers. the things by genders, men are expected to spend $249. Women are expected to spend 57 I think that's been my problem, too, is I get it, but at the same time, I don't. Because <laughs> I, I like being lavished with stuff, too, right? <coughs> Uh-oh, you Sorry, saw I just, some I just, stat. Yeah, I just read the number for, according to bank rate, uh, Valentine's Day spending expected to reach $27.4 billion. Oof. Oof. Up 32% from last year's forecast. Ouch. Uh, that's a, And that's during a pandemic. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Because uh, even if you break it down, like you... you Pull those things down to dinners and presents. Even if you were going to get somebody a present for something else and you were going to eat dinners. So let's mm-hmm. let's cut that number in even a third. If just one third of that was over and above any spending that anybody would have done for Valentine's Day times. Because let's just say you were going to happen to go out to dinner. All right, okay, you're going to go out to dinner, you're going to spend 50 hours, but you're going to go for Valentine's Day dinner, so you're going to spend 100 or whatever like right. that. But And you were going to buy candy anyway, but you bought Valentine's candy. And... You know, we'll just dumb it down. We'll say even a third of that. What they say, twenty-seven billion. So you're looking at nine billion dollars in excess, nothing but frills spending for Valentine's Day. What could nine billion dollars do for anything else? I'll, I'll take I'll take a fraction of that. I mean. <laughs> Man, that is ridiculous. That's yeah, um, yeah. So. You know, one one thing that I wanted to bring up with Valentine's Day, too, is like, yeah, we'll talk about the history of everything like that. Let's flash back, right, to simpler times when we were kids. And it was the whole, I have to pick out the perfect stupid little card that when you tear them, it's going to tear a piece of corner off anyway. Because uh, it's that stupid, what, perforated thing that doesn't tear right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, or you have to get the right scratch and sniff ones. Or you have to do this. Or you have to do that. So back in the day... Back in the day, start off with that <laughs> in fifth grade. So that'd be middle school for me. Um, you know, it's my first year in middle school. I know now fifth grade's like elementary school, which is weird to me, but that's neither here nor there. They had a thing for Valentine's Day where you could buy balloons and flowers from I don't even remember which group it was, um, but it was like I think ten to fifteen dollars for that and then they would deliver it to that said person in class you know the whole disrupting of class thing and that's what it would do well i had this girl that i was dating 
in fifth grade, if you want to call it that. Um, <laughs> you held her hand once at lunchtime. <laughs> yeah, right. I asked my dad for money so I could get her the Valentine's thing to send to him. Um, I had actually had to work it off, but he's he gave me the money. So I got it, had it sent to her. And I'm pretty sure I've said this story before, but regardless not, if, if you haven't heard it, I had it sent to her. And we're all in class, and you know, they come in, and I get all red because I'm like, ooh, this is Marissa. And they give it to her, and they say it's from me, and the whole class is like, ooh. And then she looks at me, and at the end of class, she breaks up with me. Like, I don't think this is working out type of thing. I was like, what? And one of my friends at the time was like, dude, that sucks. I think she's cute. Can I date her? And it was just one of those whole, like, it was a roller coaster of everything going on right there. So maybe that started my hatred for the holiday because I worked so hard for it just to be gone. But yeah, that's a uh, that's one of my Valentine's stories. <laughs> so you know, being fifth grade and thinking, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, and then that happens, you're like crushed. And I'm like, all right, this holiday's stupid. See, I, I was more the practical sense. I, I did not have a whole lot of luck and love as far as elementary middle school times. But I did like the candy aspect of it. But one of the things I hated was I wanted to know what the Valentine manufacturers thought class sizes actually were. Right. Because you get those packs like, oh, here's 10 Valentines. Like, so I need to buy like three or four packs for my class. Like, can't you just make a pack of 35 Valentines that we can buy? <laughs> well, it- and you got to preface it too. Like, I don't know about your school, but my school, we were a small class. So we only had to like buy two of those and we'd be okay, you know, unless you had friends in other classes. But I'm, you know, I grew up in a country school where mm-hmm. it was small. I'm thinking of the other schools where they had 30 to 50 people in their class <laughs> where you had to go all out. For yeah, that. I think most of my classes were between like 27 and 33. So you had that class of 33 and all of a sudden you're like, okay, I need to buy like and then you have oh i got 17 extra valentines like what the what am i gonna do with these (laughs) save them for next year and then you would and then you forget about them or you realize that next year you're not into ninja turtles so you don't want to give those (laughs) ones out like gotta find me some sports center valentines now (laughs) well it's always it's always picking the right candy too because i don't know if you had the same problem where you're like all right i want to get these ones and your parents are like "Mm, that's a little too expensive so you're like but I, I, I love the sweet tarts. They're like, well, why don't you get the dum-dums? They're cheaper. You're like, fine. And you you felt like you were being judged on the type of candy that you handed out. Well, that is another knock on it. Because it seems like now they just make every kind of candy in a different bag for the beef holiday. So there's a lot more choices. But when you look for right. actual Valentine's candy, most of it is awful. Mm-hmm. So with the stuff when your kids, it's, oh, it looks nice, but it's just terrible. Like, I would rather have three M&Ms, this is an entire sack of red hard candies with stupid things written all over them. Like, <laughs> well, that's also too, is like, I feel like the, you know, you get the little fun size M&Ms or whatever. And there is like three M&Ms in that for your Valentine. <laughs> You're like, couldn't you have given me a snicker? It's like, it's like Halloween, except I feel like Halloween has better candy than Valentine's day. Mm-hmm. So maybe just save all your Halloween candy for Valentine. And you get the little sweet tart mint shaped in hearts. You get a whole sack of those. But then somebody in your class decided to sabotage it and give you some of the red hot hearts that you mixed in there, mm-hmm. not realizing it. So you take a mouthful of sweet tots with heart t- with uh, red hots mixed in with them, and you wanted to throw up. <laughs> it's a bad combination. Okay, so uh, speaking of the spending again and um, Valentine's Day being an issue for some people, because like we talked about, a lot of people put just too much into the significant other 
aspect of Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because of the roots of beating each other with animal pelts for mating. But uh, <laughs> according to Wallet Hub, last year, 43 million Americans got an unwanted Valentine's Day gift. Wait, what? An unwanted Valentine's Day gift, which I think by their definition means they got a gift from somebody that they didn't want a Valentine from. Not like, oh, I got a sweater I didn't like, but the, oh, yeah, some creeper is trying to hit on me with a Valentine's Day gift. Ew. (laughs) So $9.5 billion spent on unwanted Valentine's gifts, according to Wallhub. For one, where did they get that statistic? For two, I can believe it. But for three, why? (laughs) That's like, I mean, I guess, you know, you go back to again elementary school. You, we all did the whole like here give a Valentine's to somebody who like kind of looked down on you. You're like thanks, mm-hmm. but doing that as an adult, I no, you got to know better. <laughs> yeah, I, I I feel like it's the uh, I'm going to throw our stereotypical sex under the bus here. A lot of a lot of dudes don't know the the art of gift giving for people. And True. it just becomes this competition of they have to get the best something or the most expensive something or the right something that has nothing to do with what the person they're giving it to is. They say, well, I got better flowers than Frank got, and I got I spent more on the ring than Charlie spent on his ring. For, like, And it becomes this weird, like, Ugh. And yeah. the idea that they get this idea wrapped in their head from bad 80s movies, maybe, that you could make somebody fall in love with you with the right Valentine's Day gift. Like, that's that's not how you open up with somebody. Like, you want to get to know somebody going on a date, and like, hey, I got you a $400 bouquet of flowers. Aren't I wonderful? God, how many movies is there where the the guy sends just flowers upon flowers, and you the girl walks into her dressing room or into the living room, and there's just a plethora of flowers and I don't I have I have an issue with flowers as it is because you know when you're sending them flowers they're already cut and they're gonna die no matter what like you could put them in that in that vase vase however you want to say it and it might keep them alive for a couple extra days but it's just gonna die so you like you said you're dropping fifty dollars on a bouquet of flowers if not more because so, it seems like the flower prices go up at Valentine's Day oh they do hands down and this is something that's already going to die. And you're like, here you go. So I got you a gift. It's going to die in a few days. But look at it. It's pretty. It's almost like a, a, a thinly veiled threat. It's like, <laughs> I love you for now. <laughs> this is going to be a magical relationship for at least two to five more days. <laughs> right. My love for you is like these roses. Beautiful now, but it'll dwindle. <laughs> Uh, Bankrate also has a list of some of the least desired gifts for Valentine's Day this year. Top okay. six on the list. Number six is a mixtape. What, dude? That was. I feel like mixtapes mixed, mixed were great when we were younger, but I think they've just moved on that day because of playlists. Yeah. But it makes me sad. Uh, well, uh, so hold on real quick because uh, uh, back in the day, a mixtape actually took some effort, right? Yeah. We'd have to go buy a blank cassette. And record, record some songs, songs off the radio. <laughs> yeah, record some songs off the radio on there. Make sure you time it right. Nowadays, you could just like, here's a link to the Spotify playlist I made you. There's no effort. Yeah. No effort. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, number two on the list 15% of the least desired gift a cheesy stuffed animal. Pretty sure that is the impulse item at every grocery store, drugstore, and apartment store is a whole stack of 
carnival-esque stuffed animals with hearts on them. Nobody wants is, them. Not even my is. nine-year-old daughter thinks a random stuffed animal with a heart on it is a good gift. The like, dog that says, I woof you. Yeah. It, no. Just <laughs> stop. Stop. Okay. Uh, number three. Worst gifts, they say. Kitchen appliances. I feel like if I need a new appliance, Valentine's Day is probably not the, the excuse yeah. to get one. I was going to say, like, that's a good gift, but yeah, maybe not on the quote-unquote day of romance. What? So I love that's you. Three. Here's the new blender. What? <laughs> so you said this is six. You said mixtape. These, these are the least desired gifts, according to Bankrate. Mixtape, stuffed animals. Kitchen appliances. Number okay. four, sporting equipment. Happy okay. Valentine's Day. Here's a basketball. Like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, number five is a gym membership. That's a touchy Oof. gift to give anybody, but let alone on the day this will be celebrating love. Here's some chocolate and a gym membership. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and number one on the list of least desired gifts, tools. I, okay. I, 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 I can see that on both sides because... If we're going to go for stereotypical views of all these gifts from the, the male versus female perspective, for, for lack of breaking things down in simple forms, right? you could make a case that one side or the other might enjoy some of these things. Like if somebody gave me a gym membership, it wouldn't be near as offensive. Like, oh, cool, it's gym membership, sweet. Yeah, would, you know how expensive these things are? <laughs> yeah, there are different, different mental implications with it. And it's not 100% male, female, whatever. But with tools... I could see anyone that doesn't want tools being really upset of why you get me tools. Like right. A crescent wrench doesn't say I love you. And somebody that really does want tools probably doesn't want somebody else that's getting tools for Valentine's Day to pick them out because, let's be honest, if you're into tools, you probably want something pretty specific. Oh, here's a wrench set. I have seven wrench sets. Why'd you get me this? <laughs> oh, I got you a new, a new grinder. This is a 9-volt grinder. Why wouldn't you give me an 18-volt grinder? This is stupid. So I could see it being very very picky in that part. But Well, I mean, I guess it's the same thing with Christmas presents, too. But, yeah, it's 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 one of those ones where it's a stupid holiday. I mean, hands down. That's mm -hmm. I, I think that's what we've all come to. This podcast has just further cemented that into my brain, especially with how much ridiculous spending there is on that. And, you know... I'm all for getting flowers, like, you know, maybe like an orchid that you can keep alive or a succulent, but it's just my problem with roses or, you know, any of the other bouquets is just, it's a waste of money to me. It's going to mm -hmm. die, you know. And I, and I, feel, I feel like that's what people take away from it is Valentine's Day is a stupid holiday, but that mm -hmm. doesn't mean you can't have fun and enjoy it, but right. don't make it a big deal that ruins relationships and you spend bunches and bunches of money that you don't need to waste on it <laughs> I, I think you nailed it right there it's a, it's a it's a fun holiday don't take it too serious mm -hmm. you can have fun with it you can still celebrate it just don't take it too serious because i know i mean what in our early 20s i know a couple of relationships from friends of mine that were kind of like touch and go on valentine's day because they didn't do what the other person thought was enough mm -hmm. and I don't know. I'm, I'm very cynical when it comes to this holiday. I, I am so. too, but the, here's where some of that might come from. I have not experienced this, probably because there's a reason I don't. Uh, the same survey, 53% of women say they would break up with their significant other if they got nothing for Valentine's Day. Mm. 
huh? 53%. 53%. That, that's, that's scary. But here's some other statistics I, I keep going on this list and I'm getting dumbfounded by. 15% of Americans, 15% buy themselves a present for Valentine's Day. Have you ever bought yourself anything for Valentine's Day? For Valentine's Day? No, I don't think so. I've bought something that happened to be on Valentine's Day, but I've never said, you know what I need? I need a gift to celebrate love. Right? <laughs> I've gotten stuff for myself for Christmas <laughs> and for my birthday, but not, uh-huh. not Valentine. No. Uh, of the Valentine's Day spending, $1.3 billion will be spent on Valentine's Day gifts for people's pets. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm for that. Because you know. <laughs> to, to the animal, they don't know what day it is. They just think they're getting a treat. So uh, I'll allow that one. But mm-hmm. <laughs> There'll be 9 million marriage proposals made on Valentine's Day this year. And 48% of Americans agree that proposing on Valentine's Day is romantic. I'm not going to go down that road. <laughs> no. Well, mm, 9 million. So, social media-wise, over 1 million Facebook users changed their relationship status within four days of Valentine's Day. So if people either. that the broadcast their relationship on Facebook, over a million of them either hook up with somebody or end a relationship within four days of Valentine's Day. These are some crazy statistics that I did not know we were going to dive into. That is happy Valentine's Day, I guess. I mean, jeez. Uh-huh. It's absolutely just dumbfounding. Like, <laughs> So to me, it seems like with these little things, people know how ridiculous it is. They just... Keep going. It's the whole taking it too seriously thing of getting mad at somebody because they didn't give you the right Hershey's chocolate or, you know, they didn't spend enough on you like that. That irks me because I've been in one of those relationships, too, where like, you you know, they made me feel like I didn't spend enough. And I'm like, I'm a radio DJ. I don't make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like if this is the mark of what you think of me, then this is a red flag that I'm 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 not going to get you anything. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get you coal in your stocking for Valentine's Day? <laughs> right. Uh, so I guess the takeaway from this is have fun with it. If you're going to celebrate it, have fun with it. You know, you have a different reason to celebrate Valentine's Day. You, you know, which is great because of your daughter. So she kind of made it. Yeah, it's, it's bring, bringing her home from the hospital day. It's a great day for that. Yeah. So that that's one way to do it. Or, you know, maybe if you're in a relationship with whomever, Pick another random day to be your quote unquote Valentine's Day, you know, just celebrate it then because do you really want to go out and I mean, we're in a pandemic, so you definitely don't want to go out anyway. But normally, would you want to go out and compete with thousands and thousands of other people to get some mediocre food? Because (laughs) face it, when you go to a restaurant that's super, super busy, you're not going to get the best service. You're not going to get the best food. So wasn't it a romantic idea? I had to take you out to dinner. Yeah. These other 417 couples also think so. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I know your soup was lukewarm, but love. Am I right? I I did find one, one last note of something of customs from around the worlds. Okay. Um, in the UK, Valentine's day remains connected with a few regional customs in England in Norfolk. Apparently, apparently this is according to Wikipedia. Uh, there's a character named Jack. Jack Valentine, who knocks on the rear door of houses, leaving sweets and presents for children. 
And surprise, surprise, the kids were very scared of this mystical person. But what holiday is it okay that a strange man named Jack leaves candy on your back doorstep? Like, does that sound like just a weird euphemism of him for something? I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, which holiday is it okay for a man to knock on the back door with the treats? It's Jack Valentine Day, honey. Ah. <laughs> uh. That's that's a good way to end it. <laughs> so I learned a little about Valentine's Day. Hopefully you did too. If you love Valentine's Day, good for you. Enjoy it, celebrate it, be happy, do something fun. Don't take it seriously and waste don't a bunch think of money. We, don't and don't think we are poo pooing on it. You yeah, know, just we're not bashing it. We're just saying it's our opinion. And I know other people absolutely love this holiday. And it, honestly, when you see people who are really into it and celebrate it, not by overly spending money, but like actually yeah. celebrating it, it's mm-hmm. fun. Going out and but, celebrating time with the one you love, enjoy it. Make that the part of the celebration, not making sure the rest mm-hmm. of the world knows how wonderful your love is, but go right. enjoy it. And if you hate Valentine's Day, don't celebrate it. Like, take it down a notch. <laughs> Move on with your life, do whatever you're going to do, and let the people that do love it just do their thing, you know? It's, it's, it's just, just take it all back down. We can all get along. <laughs> there's, more, there's more holidays coming up. I mean, it was National Pizza Day last week. Oh, yeah. Mm. See, I'm, I'm all for those one-off holidays. Heck, give yeah. Me, give me those. Mm-hmm. We're all about to celebrate those. Uh, but uh, what, what do you do for Valentine's Day? Uh, are you going to be celebrating it, not celebrating it? You forgot that even happens. Let us know at Get Geekish on all those social media channels. And um, <laughs> happy I early think I'm Valentine's Day, Jack Valentine. <laughs> Taking applications for new co-hosts after he's murdered next week. <laughs> Hello, love. It's Jack Valentine knocking on the back door. Oh we got it. We got to end it. We got to end All it. Right. This is well, Geekish. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk at you next week. <laughs> <laughs>